You're listening to Around Comics, episode 196. It's so good to have you back. Chicago, this is Around Comics, the comic culture podcast, where each week our revolving panel of guests talk about everything in and around the world of comics and comics culture. <laughs> and Around Comics is recorded at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles, located at 4835 Northwestern, uh, Northwestern Avenue, Avenue in, in Chicago. Chicago. If you're in the area, please drop by. Stop looking at me. In like the area, that. take care of you. <laughs> Stop looking at me. It's like uh, a summer car trip. <laughs> I'm Christopher Neesman, and Hello. I am, I am joined uh, once again. Uh, Mr. Brian Salazar is with us. Hello, and uh, Mr. John Suntress. Long, long time no here. Retro Friday. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry it has to be sooner. Yeah, I know. I'm very sorry. I'm glad to be here. The yeah. way back. Work release finally uh, works out. <laughs> you got all those uh, beaches cleaned up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I smell like Edelweiss and beer. <laughs> Mr. Tom Caters, how uh, are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, you're freaking me out. Out, man, <laughs> I'm looking at you for the first time, and, and I like what I see. And Mr. Mike yeah, Norton, Mr. I'm gonna uh, go get some beer. Anybody want some? Oh, yeah, I got some uh, beer. Sure. Oh, well, shit. I'm not gonna <laughs> well, go anywhere. Go. Then. Screw you, Sal. Damn it. What's up, Gravity? I think I drank the last one. No. Who, may, may I have one you, if you have you another spare? No, I got one. You good? No. Right. What are you talking about? You had beer. It's <laughs> trying to make me work. Well, yeah, I was gonna, I'm gonna go drink by. this one. Go buy a camera. All right. End of the night, Sal puts it in the car. Thanks, Mike. Everybody, everybody, everybody's got their uh, their frosty libation. Throws the empty out. Oh, it's uh, by the way, we, we, since it is the reuse, I once threw a case of empty bottles out of a moving car in Did Coleman, really? Wisconsin. Yes. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Cool. Kill someone? No, yeah. it was on an empty highway. And uh, turn to my friend Joe I'm and I said, the uh, let's throw these bottles out of a window. <laughs> and his response and it was, a good was idea. to do it without saying a word. Pick up the entire window. As a man of action. He yeah. doesn't wow, waste time. And my uh, other friend Pat was pissed because they were returnables. Dude, that's like 25 cents. And then we picked up an axe. No, but what's funny, though, is as we were leaving this cottage, there's, cottage. This, there's this lake nearby. And these, like, mm-hmm. really stereotypical, <laughs> stereotypical, like, small-town uh, teenagers. You know, like... And you, it, what were the, you, then? I was from stereotypical a mid-sized small town. <laughs> who had illusions to a bigger town. No, I was, I, I was probably only 18. You were a teenager we were with an attitude age. problem, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Well, yeah, I had a big problem. I had a big problem when I was 18. I thought I was better than everyone. <laughs> so we're sitting we're sitting in this car, and we're leaving this cottage, and... And now he guy, knows this he's better than everyone. Up, this guy runs up to the car, and he's like, We just... We drove our truck into the lake. Because of the bottles? Yeah, and he's like, do you have any chains? That's not and a very uncommon thing to hear in Wisconsin. But in the summer, it's not winter. Because their windshield was shattered by a case yeah. of empty bottles. <laughs> some asshole, this is some a, douchebag hit our car with a case. The worst part of that, though? 
Eternal uh, we bottles. We said we were going to go get chance. And, and you never left. came back. Oh, wow. We're probably still waiting for you. Cole. You were a dick. Yeah. It was 18. It was like 11 years ago. They're I still there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, All right, so five more minutes. Four more minutes. They started wow. a new town. Like cra- we live here now. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you are, if you were, rights. If you were 18 years old in Coleman, Wisconsin, and you drove your pickup truck into a lake, which you shouldn't have done. It was summer. <laughs> I Tom's, blame you most. I'm making a mess. I you still can't apologize. <laughs> yeah, and then we throw the case of beer out of the window. Good times, huh? Wow. Yeah. All right. Then we kill uh, the drifter. <laughs> yeah. Nice. You know, I had I had a really uncomfortable homeless person moment this week. I go to the local Starbucks on my way Residence, to work. Resident challenged person. Resident <laughs> challenged. Here I, here Houseless, I, Chris. Because right. home is a Cardboard state of mind. Cardboard box enthusiast. So I go, I, I'm going to Starbucks and I, I go there like you know two or three times a week. And this, this guy, yeah, I am. And this guy, this guy is is standing outside panhandling, and he's like, "Do you have any? You know, do you have any change?" I'm like, no, man, I, I don't have any change. I mean, he's like, "Well, well uh, a lot of change. Can, can, you, can you can you give me any food?" He's like, "Yeah." You know, I'll tell you, what, I'll, I'll I'll grab something. <laughs> I'll grab something for you. Spurs. Yeah, I'll, I'll like I'll, I'll like get something uh, for you inside. And so I'm thinking, okay, I'll go in and I'll you know get him a muffin or or yeah, you know something like that. And, you know, like a. Did uh, he try to talk himself up too? Well, I was you know pick out you know a thing of orange juice, something like that. I want a fucking stone. <laughs> Follows follows me in follows me into the Starbucks and I'm just like okay this is a little odd you know it's I haven't had obviously had my coffee yeah he's like yeah he's like hey I'll take that right there and it's like okay you want anything to drink he's like oh I can't take coffee do you got any money for some soda you should stand outside fucking Starbucks can I get you some orange juice he's like oh yeah that would be good and I was just like. Yeah, it was. You need to learn no. Well, I, you know, it was my. You had lunch with a homeless guy. It was my Good Samaritan yeah. thing of the day, but I left feeling like really weirded you out. You should have brought him. cold cuts with you. I made had him a, weird, a sandwich outside. I had a weird, not a weird homeless, but just an annoying homeless residency challenge moment. Homeless. <laughs> I went houseless. To, houseless. I went to Borders. This is around hobos. And, uh, <laughs> I went to Borders. Uh, I was walking into the Borders. And, uh, like around hobos. And this woman was sitting on the bench outside of Borders, as they always do, and she asked if I had any change, and I didn't have any change. So you did, I though, said, no. Didn't no, I didn't. I was being yeah, completely oh, serious. You only had hundreds. Actually, I, ha- I didn't have any cash money on me whatsoever. Um, and so I go inside and I buy, you know, I'm like, no, sorry, I don't Just have to. But I wouldn't, well, I'm not going to pretend like I'm, I wouldn't have given her any fucking money if I did. But anyway, uh, I go inside and I buy my book or whatever and I come back out and. She confronts you? No, she didn't confront me, but she she starts asking me again, and I just didn't even look at her. I just walked. I started well, walking away. The embarrassing away. thing was you bought uh, uh, the homeless crisis in America was the book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ironically. <laughs> and she was to learn more about outside. it. You were holding the book. Can't bother Sorry. reading right now. I don't know what to do. No, but uh, so I'm walking. I'm walking away, and she, and she's like, "Excuse me," and and. And I, you know she was going to ask again, and I did, I still didn't have any money. She already asked me once, and I already said no. And so I just keep walking, and she like is yelling at me. Right. Excuse me. Did you excuse start running? Me. And did I'm you like, start running? No, I just walked. I just ignored her. I'm like, Jesus fucking crazy. But the, the visa check cards have to be like the worst thing that ever happened. To, well, not the worst thing that happened to homeless people or houses. Yeah, I think yeah, I think losing the house might be a little bit worse, but I don't know. A visa, yeah. Damn you, visa that check card. card. It's the worst thing that's ever happened to homeless. You're really cutting into my panhandling. Besides well, losing their Damn you, Visa! I'm only... the second worst I, thing that's ever happened to me. 
What a century I'm having. Man. This is awful. I'm losing my home. But it's because I never carry money on me anymore. And I used to be the guy that would like give a buck to a, to a, sure. you know, a houseless I used to. a houseless individual. I don't know. But yeah, I never carry money on me anymore. So, All right. so how about uh, that, San anyway, Diego? All right, then. <laughs> All right, then. Welcome to Homeless Radio. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, that was my week. Sweet. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Did anyone, speaking of San Diego, did anyone else watch the G4 or any of the nope, media I coverage? It doesn't matter. It. Don't care. I, I watched you hate G4. Why do you love G4? Do you really? Are you? Are, I was going to say, are you watching Hurl? Have we discussed Hurl? No, I will not watch that. That's, That's just ridiculous. Why would you, do you know about Hurl? I had no idea what you're Hurl, talking about. Hurl, yes. It's a what? game show where they put people, people on it? roller coasters and oh, they drink disgusting combinations of things. Sounds like college. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it re- I mean, honestly, really, like, I think no, that, it, John, John, that, they just call that a weekend at Six Flags. <laughs> well, yeah, but proving that really there are no ideas left in television. I don't, I don't get this would make a great that. TV I show. I, don't want to get the G, yeah. I didn't watch the G4 San Diego coverage because it would be a bunch of stuff I didn't. <clears throat> I, I don't want to. I don't want to see the guy from. Uh, uh, NBC's yeah, like whatever. yeah, but you know there were there were Paris interludes the of comic book coverage, and it was and that's what I was looking for to see a how much time they would spend on comics and b what they would do with the time. And they had John, you're an insider. You already know what's going on. <laughs> no, but honestly, I really wanted to see what they would say and, and that's how they what would I present did. it. I watched it to see friends. I yeah. wanted to see if some yeah, of my like, friends get on like, TV. Like Philip uh, Sabic from uh, from Top Cow. He had a nice piece with yeah, Brett, I don't know and, and that was cool. <laughs> He's not a friend. He's not <laughs> no, really I know cool. who he is. I was, I was really happy for him. He was he well, you know did a good job. Although they, intro, they they went into the writers' room and they're like, "This is so and so. He's a writer. This is Matt. He's a writer." I'm like, "That's Matt Hawkins. He owns the company, doesn't he?" I'm like, "Come here, just like he writes checks. He is writing a couple books right now." Why didn't you tell me about the the Brubaker interview? That was what I was going to say. Yeah, the guy. I can't remember his name. He had like dreadlocks, yeah. and his name was Spleek or something like that. It was like he so is annoying. That guy is, uh, I think they call him Flitz or something. Yeah, it is like, like Flitz that. or something oh, like Lord. that. And he is—he's a cartoon a, character that is superimposed over. He is somebody that works for G4, but they call him their fan, so they pretend that he's somebody that they gave off a, the a trip to. Yeah. But okay. He's obviously Leno, an actor, uh, okay, who's there pretending to do this, and uh, I, they interviewed. Brubaker for 10 seconds. Yes, it was 30 seconds, they and they asked him one, one question. Why did you kill Captain America? That was and it. Because I hate America. <laughs> I think that was the first comic book coverage they actually had on the show in about two hours into the three-hour yeah. coverage. I what did, were they, I what were my, they covering? Well, obviously, yeah, movies. Why are, we, why are you... TV. When, it wasn't like last year G4 did six hours of comic book coverage. G4 doesn't give a shit about comic books. Yeah, but well, last they, were, they did seem they to do more Comic-Con. comic book coverage. They actually had... You know, they they actually no, and they had little they had little interludes of this is I mean, what's going on at Marvel, on, this they is had, what's I going mean, on at DC. No, they did a couple Neil they did a couple Gaiman. things like that. And dark. Horse. I did I did my absolute best to ignore the fact that Comic Con was even happening. That I don't I, that you know what I was doing. On. I was in Milwaukee. You with know, bad luck, Chris. Over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bring it up. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. apparently, it's very. And as audio podcasters, here's something else that's interesting. Um, if you had any semblance of video equipment. And there was a press line to interview people, as there are at these things. All the video people got to the front of the line. It didn't matter if, literally, like I'm, it's Goober's website with my little little camera and stuff. They got preference over a lot of established. 
text and audio sites. That, Print is dead. And yeah, apparently. I mean, you know, no, it's really, it's interesting. It's very That's interesting. I, I think they'll reassess that and, and you'll see, you know, a different style of pecking, but it seems, this is what I'm hearing from well, friends not, and co-workers I mean, it's, it's, that were actually out there. That really, yeah, like, The I mean, preference was to video. Well, yeah, and it's not like they can't get access to, like Jim Lee, I guess, was like, it was tough to get a hold of Jim Lee talking about the DC game. And it will just at Comic-Con, it was because all the video guys were, were shoved to the front, and it's like, well, I'm sorry, he's out of time, he's got to do something. And no, it's no big deal. I mean, they can, you know, everyone can contact Jim Lee, all these established sites. DC, it's not a big deal. The DC online thing. Game? The game? Yeah, what do you guys I'm think? Terrible. I think it was cool. I'm, I would almost... I am terribly, terribly excited. So yeah. that appeals to me in such a weird. Because you want to be. Why the wouldn't flash? it? I want to be because I want to be. I want to be Sinestro. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I do. The, the characters look great. Are you, you going to be those characters? Or are you going to be? Can? No, your own you can't. Oh, you, you can't can make your own. own. Oh, really? Make your own character. Is it, is it City Heroes all over again? But that's yeah. the thing. I never got to play City of Heroes. I always wanted to. The best part of City Heroes was the the creation of your character. Yeah, and that's what boring as hell. You're gonna be doing that in, I mean, right? Creating your own yeah. superhero. I uh, it's pretty cool to me. City Heroes was insane because it, once it got relatively popular, you'd go in there and it was just like nine thousand people flying around. <laughs> I mean, literally everywhere. It was just like crazy looking like characters, and nobody's doing anything. Everybody's just standing around. Hey, what's so, up? Know, hey. Stop a robbery and nine thousand <laughs> yeah, superheroes yeah. show up. It was very strange. It was, it was uh, the, the character comic. creation was cool because that was they had a really nice character creation set of tools and and that well, was fun. I saw it and I was there was a part of me that was like my girlfriend's going to be gone for a year. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to hang out with the Flash. <laughs> but it, but it could be I mean, I'm I yeah, I'm Looks good to me. I as I haven't played like Dungeons and Dragons since I was a kid, but even then I liked the game. I was just too lazy to play it. You know, there's a lot of work <laughs> right, that went involved. into it, right? You gotta learn shit. You make a game like World of Warcraft or these multiplayer of... games, and I'm just like they're very appealing to me, but I just never got into them. Right. You had the superhero element. And bingo. Super. You know, it's very much more appealing. I can fight Captain Cold. But no. I couldn't play that because they didn't offer City of Heroes on on Mac. Oh. Okay. So now they say, okay, we're gonna do a DC one. Okay, I'll buy a system. I don't care if I don't have it. <laughs> is it going to be a PC game only? It's not going to be a no, PS3. PS3 actually. Sweet, yeah. I'm glad so, I bought my PS3. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting a nice. PS3 anyway. There you go. I'm gonna I have an Tom versus the Flash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every Tom versus weeks. the JLA. I remember wow. when uh, with yeah, here. Tom versus the JLA. <laughs> it can really happen. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Video podcast. Fighting uh, the JLA. I think so. I'm only four. Oh, you think you got me, JLA? Let me introduce my friend Starro. I actually did a. With the, because there was a thing about it too with City Heroes, because the the character creation was so detailed and you could do so much with it that people were creating, you know, yeah, copyrighted characters. I actually did a retro girl at one point character. Yeah, it looked just like. I mean, you could. I mean, you could do so much with it. You, I mean, you could have people so wide open. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) yeah. I think I posted on the forum. That's funny. That's funny. Long time uh, back when that. Yeah, I want to see how many Marvel creators are going to be tooling around the DC thing in a little anonymous (laughs) thing. (laughs) Well, I'm just here, you know. Is Gorilla City going to be involved? Yes. Can I go to Actually, Gorilla he City? did mention there is Gorilla City. In it. <laughs> nice. Hey, I, honestly, uh, <laughs> sold. Sold. If I have any 
they have any opportunity Hank, to play any character in any environment. You should order a PS3 for Tom right yeah, now. Yeah, order a PS3 but for me, because I'm going order. to be in Gorilla City. If you're not aware, DC <laughs> That's does... That's why i got to set up. Stop. At, at I'm going to buy an apartment. Get there, get a handful of major cons now, DC is slow. posting their podcast, <laughs> and they have a Jim Lee panel talking about the game, and you really okay. ought to listen to why it. Why is Jim Lee talking about the game? Because he's the one who designed That's why he's been so late on everything, literally, is because he's been designing... Yeah, he's been, like, right there, hands on with Interesting. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen anything on it. So the idea is oh, the visuals are amazing. World, Seriously, so, yeah, they're great. They're creating they really this are. world, and then there are, will be. I mean, the whole point is you create your character, and then you can go on these missions, which right. are written by established Comment. DC writers. Cool. So you're going to have all this stuff. I mean, think about it. I mean, if they uh, if they wrote like a Blue Beetle module, like I wouldn't love that. Like I don't you care if I'm not playing Blue Beetle, just to well, be part of that and story. The, the nice awesome. thing with like the PS3 and the next generation system is like you can you know they'll just they can just keep pumping that stuff out and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. downloadable content, right. constant <laughs> modules coming. Yeah, yeah. December twentieth, cold out. You know what I do? Go to Gorilla City. <laughs> Feel warm <laughs> inside. It's warm in Gorilla City all the time. Well, always warm to me, in the biggest City. downfall to any of those games, and the reason I've never really gotten into any of them, is, is it just seems like they fall short on the the actual gameplay. They never get past yeah. the yeah. great yeah. concept. Yeah. yeah. And that from the, the 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 stuff I'm hearing about it is that 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 is kind of a concern. Yeah. Is that the the, the actual gameplay? Well, they've gotten, but they've, it's still not. They've finished talked yet. about writers right. writing stories specifically for. DC writers writing yeah. stories specifically yeah. for. They're actually game. talking about crossover from stuff that happens in the game with actual really? comics. Too. Well, having stuff so. in the comics take be part of the game. Yeah. Like, like you would go through Crisis, or not Crisis, but you know, like some story. Take a pre-established story and yeah. write it into the game yeah. so that you could actually. So there could be like. The, well, there could be like a Sinestro right, right. War, sure. Or well, that could be pretty sweet. I wonder, will it be like you could have multiverse stuff? You could have space. You could you have, have Jeff Johns yeah. will just write it, and then just Jeff. Johns, Johns will right write every no. The, uh, two years from now, Jeff Johns will write all fiction, <laughs> and it would all be really good, and I won't be mad. I'll just be like, this is a, I'm okay with the it. The world is, is right. <laughs> the day he writes a bad story, you're gonna be so sad. Earth I Johns. Know, it hasn't happened yet. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm sure I could pick through some find something. Have you ever read his Thing miniseries, the Freak Show Thing Freak Show? Mm -hmm. Is that the one where I liked it. was that Scott Collins? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was okay, yeah, yeah. but it was very. Yeah, it was, I mean, it's. You could tell it was you one know, of his first. The one stuff. thing that I read of his that I wasn't crazy about was his humanoids book, Olympus or Olympia. I didn't read that. I, I it didn't grab me. I really liked his Avengers work. His Avengers work was great. Yeah, that's it's first time I had read the Avengers you, in years. Comic was, book resources has that urban legends. Thing, I saw that thing, and they had the the urban legend about Jeff Johns turned in an Avengers script <laughs> that they literally split into two because too, too much, much happened in one story. <laughs> oh, the nineties. Oh, so that golden funny. time. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then, yeah, and then the first issue came out of the separated two issues, yeah. and they're like, boy, not much happened in this issue. Did, did wasn't Marvel <laughs> going to do one of those online games too? They yeah. were. They oh, it was, yeah, it was. It was here in Chicago. Oh yeah, it was, it was oh, uh, EA guys. EA, EA well, aren't Chicago. Aren't they doing um, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance? No, that's too? happening. That is that's happening. still happening. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because I, I, I went. Uh, I did play that a little bit with a, a friend of mine, and I have to say, I was pretty impressed. I I enjoyed I enjoyed both of those. I never finished the second one though. It was quite a bit of fun. I have to, and I'm not a big video game guy. To like yeah. get me to play a video game, it does pretty much have to be something that like I'm already kind of. I enjoyed it for a while, but I it kind of lost its luster with me a little bit. Um, 
it, it became a bit repetitive in the thing. But, I mean, it was cool because it's like you're running around, you're being Spider-Man, yeah. you're being Captain America, throwing the shield. And I couldn't get past webs, uh, kind of Titanus at the end, so I was just like. Did you ever play uh, X-Men Legends? Yes, and yeah, that's, I think that's I have, yeah. and they're they're taking some of the cool stuff from Legends and yeah. Ultimate Alliance, and they're they're kind of yeah. Yeah. mushing them together to where you'll be able to combine powers. And that was what was cool about Legends is that you know it's a, if you had Iceman and Storm, right. then you can make like an ice storm yeah. to where in I guess the Ultimate Alliance you'll be able to. That do was that. way more fun than I ever. That was the I that was probably the last video game that I played and finished because yeah. I had so much fun yeah. playing that game because you would have yeah. all the X Men characters you would have like a combo of Wolverine and Cyclops you know and it, it appeals to your base level of nerdiness yeah. exactly. which is like the best part of nerdiness exactly. at the very base exactly. level yeah it's exactly. the it's the purest. Enjoyment you'll have is you just give up and let it wash over you. (laughs) It is like this is fun. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Mm -hmm. One of the one of the women that I work with uh, was the voice of Spider Woman in the Ultimate Alliance. uh, Okay, too bad she wasn't the body model. Yeah, actually, she could probably pull it off. She's she's quite the cutie. She used to be on All My Children. She was a regular. She was a regular character on All My Children. Did you Tasia Valenza, ladies? Tasia Valenza. Tasia. Tasia Valenza. I know a Tasia. Actually, I know a Tasia. She's very she's very cool. Soap opera. She's also the voice of. I read that post on the uh, on the forum about that Watchmen game. Yeah, oh yep. my God, that weird. seems so bizarre. Like but a straight seems, up fighting horizontal so fighting game. Meta, almost in a weird way. Yeah. Well, that's like, what I was wondering if they were doing it. You know, like if all so this stuff comes out and it does have like Vite brand like then marketing it on it, sense. then it would be I would be <laughs> it behind. It would so it. be weirdly correct. Yeah. in a weird yeah. way. Like, <laughs> but I have well, no 80s, real interest so, in playing uh, the game. Yeah, me either. I mean, beyond. Mm. Uh, I mean, I'm terribly excited for the movie, so, but I don't know if I'd be. I'm involved. really surprised by the fact that Watchmen jumped up to like number two, number, on, number five at Amazon. On Amazon, like yeah. they just reprinted three hundred thousand. Co- yeah, the trailer on Dark. On Was the it Dark really Man? just the trailer? Uh, well, it's that, well, it's that motion. It's that motion cartoon right now oh. on iTunes, which is very interesting. Well, here I, it's, it's Sal's story from uh, his Borders the experience. Saturday after I saw I, we saw Dark Knight on Friday. That Saturday, I went to my local borders, yeah. as I often do on Saturdays, and um, I'm I'm standing. The, their computers went down, so I was couldn't find. I was looking for that book, yeah, and I couldn't do anything. So I'm standing in line waiting for the uh, the desk, the help yeah. at the desk. And there's a kid, probably he looked pretty young, you know, maybe 19, maybe not even that old. Him and his girlfriend were standing there, and he was asking about a graphic novel, and he didn't know who did it. He didn't know anything about it other than it was called Watchmen, and the woman didn't know anything about it, didn't know what it was. Yeah. So, so she's trying to find it. Yeah, so I walked over to the... Pardon me. Yeah, and I handed there. the lad the only copy that Wouldn't they that had. would be just a crazy thing that all these people are going to read Watchmen before... The movie. The bo- so, I mean, I can only, I can only assume that the guy saw the trailer... Next day went and and bought it. I mean, it, could it's be. so. But it's good. It's good, but crazy. It no, is. It's I so, went in. A, I, w- I was over at Challengers Comics the other day, and they have a, almost like a wall of it. And I was like, really? Are people buying? It? He's like, yeah, people are coming did, in. Did you did you asking hear, for did you hear my crazy eBay story? 
Yeah, I did. Uh, I thought about selling mine after I heard that because I've got all those. Mine, mine's up to thirty-one bucks and still has like five days left on the That's auction. That's all twelve issues. He, yeah, here's one r- right now with an hour left on eBay for the original uh, issue. Two hundred and seventeen dollars. I'm going home tonight and putting mine on That's eBay. Right. I felt kind of holy crap. There's kind of a sentimentality there that I'm just like I don't want to get rid of my issues, but screw I got that. The, I got the absolute. Me too. Really <laughs> screw that. I'm but, I mean, selling it's that such in a, It's such a weird thing to think about. It's like this weird storm of like where everyone's like talking everyone's always thought Watchmen Watchmen is a really well written well drawn it's a fantastic comic book and now it's this weird storm of the opportunity where people are actually yeah. interested in picking it up. Just well, you've like, had a summer full of comic yeah. book movies that have yep. all been good. Yeah. Mm. You know, I mean, they they basically all, I think it started with 30 Days a Night really early in the, sure. you know, earlier on, the, which was a good movie that people mm-hmm. may or may not even yeah. have known it was based on a comic. But yeah. from that point on, all year long, you've had this string of films, and I just think, you know, it, momentum. It culmin- it, yeah, momentum, and it culminated with Batman, which was fantastic and huge. That you know, the trailer. Well, and I also, Batman, I also trailer, think when Sin City you know. came out after the fact, oh, sure. Oh, sure. people yeah, yeah, came yeah. up with the book, and now they're hearing the buzz about watching three hundred. Exactly, and that's the thing. So I think there have been huge books other adaptations that have created a buzz yeah. afterwards, where the book sales have gone up, and now here's a case where there is enough time to really read the book. Sure. And also, look at all the other ancillary properties that are going to come out before the movie actually comes out. That Dave Gibbons book is going to come out about making Watchmen. Uh-huh. Dave Gibbons and John Higgins are doing that. And the game, obviously, is coming out. So this is great. The motion the motion cartoon that's going on now Which at is iTunes. a lot better than I thought it would Me be. Me too. And yeah. I, you know, honestly, and I, and I, and I feel kind of snobby saying that it is a shame that you lose... The panel yeah. uh, well, design sure. and 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 really part of the genius but, of but Gibbons art. Get what they but, add, you know, the, absolutely. the score behind no, absolutely. It, the animation, and, and the, it's cool. The, there's the a panel. Of, there's a DC panel that's on iTunes available from San Diego Con that uh, Gibbons talks about, and he loves it. He's he's a, it's so well, nice. You know, I, more, I, I thought it was Gibbons is like this is well. awesome. It's a weird perfect storm for Watchmen being really good. Well, hopefully like, it won't uh, be awful and just yeah. destroy all the momentum. Of, I don't think it will. For I, don't I don't think it will either. I honestly I think don't think it will. I think Zack Snyder really cares this, uh, about did doing Did you see it. that thing in the I don't beat think it's where Zack Snyder but... talked about how he argued with the people at the studio well, about making it Well, that's a story. I mean, I read the there was an article in Entertainment Weekly yeah. where he's talking about it. I mean, he, he didn't want to make the movie, yeah. and, oh, but God. they were going to make it anyway. So he, so he was just like... Well, I'll do you it. gotta let me do it. Because <laughs> you guys argued, are gonna fuck it yeah, up. And all he's done is argue to make it closer to the source material. Yes, exactly. Was like, yeah, exactly. Like, I did, I, I, I'm going into it with complete, you know, like no preconceived. If it captures like a quarter of how good the yeah. book is, that'll be that would be awesome. What do you guys think of V for Vendetta? I, oh, I, 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 I did too, and honestly, it, it was different from the book, but I still liked it. And that's the kind of expectation that I'm, you know. Nothing is, I mean, nothing is really as good as the source material sure. anyway. Right. To expect it to be that good is, is setting yourself up for a failure. Three hundred yeah. was better. Case, I thought. Yes. Well, that, I mean, than the source material. But when honestly. you look at three hundred, that's it's so a very thin book. Yeah, it's yeah. very yeah. simple. There's story. nothing to it. Yeah. They can't. You can't take what that. You can't take what you love. I mean, you can't take your your love of Watchmen. It could, because I, I assume always, anyone that yeah. really loves Watchmen, there's there's very specific or very hard reasons why. You know, because of what it is. 
Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The, the denseness of it, the mm -hmm. complexity of it. You can't take that love of those things into a two-hour movie I mean, about it. I feel really. like we've talked about this uh, before, but the the funny thing is when I hear people talk about comic books being storyboards for stuff, like I always think like mm -mm. you can't. They can be, but they, they can be. Can but, be, yeah. but you can't. Sto um, a two-hour movie about Watchmen, you can't have the pirate stuff. Yeah. Right. But he's doing like, it anyway on like the DVD. The well, they're doing it on the DVD. You yeah. can't have the part where the Hulk tries to kill himself like Ed Norton wanted. You can't have it. You know? Like, you could, it's, but... You could. Oh, I think you could have. It's too bad that they didn't, quite frankly. Oh, I think it was good. From what I saw, it was, I enjoyed actually, the film. On, the, on the G4 coverage, they, they talked to him, and they were talking... Uh, I think he's got, like... Native son of Green Bay, he's, Zack Snyder. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's ended up at around about three hours worth of material, and wow. he thinks that the studio is going to make him cut it down a little bit. But he was ta already talking about DVDs that he's going to It's almost like gonna he's have creating everything it for the DVD, yeah. uh, and then whatever the studio allows him to Well, yeah, I mean, it, it really should have been an HBO series more than but it the should funny be. Thing, sure, sure. You know, this, it, in a perfect uh, world, yeah. yeah, you know. It's funny to see this summer of good comic book movies mm -hmm. after I think a little bit of a lull of yeah it, it would kind of hit a, a little bit of a valley there after all the excitement from the you know the X the X movies and Spider-Man had built up and then I think they tailed off and yeah, we hit a little X3 was a, a dud X3 and Spider-Man uh, 3 a highly grossing dud and well, Spider-Man 3 oh, a highly grossing dud sure. yeah but I think that's the gross doesn't make it a better movie. It's, no, yeah. but it's a question of you know where where did the non comic fan how did the non comic fan feel about it? And I think more people like both of those movies than hardcore comic. Well, uh, I go back yeah. to Fantastic Four. You know, as a as yes. a uh, a comic book fan who's almost forty years old, the movie wasn't made for me. No, but that doesn't mean kids it. you know what. It. I know I know tons and tons of kids that love episode three, four, and five or whatever yep. the hell that you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. That, that one, two, one, two, one, two, and three. You know, <laughs> the nerds know absolutely it. love that movie. It wasn't made for me. And, right. and same think, with Fantastic Four. Not made see, for though, me. I think you see, you can tell a lot by how a, uh, the studios react to what happens with the movies. You didn't see after Spider-Man 3 them leaping to saying, like, Spider-Man 4 is coming yeah. out in two years with right. the well, same but, people. But, yeah. but a lot of that had to do with the fact that Maguire and Dunst and Raimi were not signed for a fourth film. But I also think that has a lot to do with the fact that I think I think... Nothing happens in a vacuum with these movies. I think I nothing. I, I don't think people's decision not to do the next one is completely separate from. There's, I mean, what happened in the movie that they just? Did. I don't know what. I mean, the I, 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 I also the public perception, the public perception succeed beyond three too. It's hard, and I think it is. It's really I mean, hard to do. You know, Lethal Weapon sure. four, the Star Trek films, and things. It's like they got creaky after. You know, most of them got creaky because Rocky yeah. pretty much the, the moment that things break down. Right. Star Trek six was a damn fine I movie. Think, I enjoyed that. Loose the dogs of war. I saw my dentist at that movie. Rocky four was phenomenal. That was a weird movie. When I was Absolutely. a kid and I went to go see Star Trek uh, uh, Six, and I saw the, my dentist at it, mm -hmm. and that the was a weird was moment. Hey, speaking well, of, I was, speaking oh. of, have you seen some of the the uh, promo stuff for the the new Star Trek? I'm interested oh, yeah. in it. I saw the trailer. Oh, I, I come on, JJ. Abr first of all, JJ Abrams on Mission Impossible Three. 
literally, that is the best of those three films. I, I was so burnt with, out with uh, uh, Tom Cruise. No, no, the well, other guy, the bad guy. Uh, Seymour. Oh, well, Philip Seymour Hoffman was great, but yeah, no, I mean, I went in with no expectations mm -hmm. and was like, this is a great fucking movie. Really? Yeah, and I just think J.J. Abrams has got the magic the touch. Update, that my guy next, knows. My next play. You know, Alias. I mean, that's this is a, a generation of quick cut films. And I think J.J. Abrams' stuff is all about that. So I think he knows how to do action well. And he seems to be enough of a Trek fan that he is pretty serious about doing this right. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think it's going to be excellent. Well, really and and we, had, we had mentioned Star Wars a little bit. We are a couple weeks away from the animated. Mm -hmm. I'll see it. Yeah. I know people that are excited about it that aren't even Star that? Wars fans. I, really. I, I mean, the animation's kind of funky. I didn't like the animation that much on the trailer. I, uh, a lot of I the enjoy it. I I mean I saw the, the some of the faces they had the cartoon good. the Tart yeah. Tartakovsky cartoon that's pretty much the same thing as far oh, as I didn't I think know. so. Really, I thought visually this is more uh, they, Final Fantasy as or no, more like they but look not, like but not Vinyl models running but around. But they are yeah they're like they're like puppets. Vinyl models of the. Tartakovsky yeah. cartoon. Well, I didn't think so, I, but that's just me. So? Maybe it is. The, maybe well, it's the if texture. If you saw a side by side comparison, uh, maybe think, it's the texture I, that makes I, it seem different. I think different the character designs are almost identical. How they're rendered is yeah. differently. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they. Are they uh, I like the better in two dimensions. I, I guess. I would prefer they did something different. I mean, uh, I'm not really it looks like video caring game. about. It looks like video game you know. in between scenes of like. And that's fine. It I mean, does, I love Star Wars. Yes, they do yeah, look like cutscenes. Oh, no, you're right. like cutscenes from you're a video right. game. I, I, I mean, that's not good or bad. That's mm -hmm. that's kind of how I feel about some comic books, too, mm. is that it looks like cutscenes from a video game. You know? I had like, a weird... I was reading the latest issue of Thor, and there was a panel in it. And I really loved the art in it, but there was a weird panel. It was a, it was a transition from you know one page to the next, yeah. and one... Setting to the next, and it was like, and it was like a, from a video game. No, it was like from a movie. It was it was a strange like close up on hamburgers on a grill, and then you pull <laughs> back the next panel of the guy grilling hamburgers. Just like that seems like a odd, like I yeah, it just like seemed choice. like a weird choice to put it's in. Copial. Yeah. And what I love, I love yeah, his stuff, yeah. but it was just—it was just such an odd. I've heard a lot of good things about the Thor. So I really, you know, I, I actually—I oh, was, um, oh, was going to yeah. mention it in uh, in last trade. week's episode. The trade just came out this week, and I had picked up the first couple issues of that. Really enjoyed them, yeah. and I said, you know what, I'm I'm going to wait for the trade on this one. Uh, got the trade home, and uh, today actually sat down, started reading it, couldn't put it down. Really? And now I want to start good. picking it up in single issues because it was that. Yeah, good. I read the first two, and I I also said I'm one of those people that say I'll wait for the trade and then I don't actually buy the trade because <laughs> yeah, I buy I, I'm a big you I like single issues you and, you and I everybody's still... worst nightmare oh. I know exactly yeah I'm what people staying, fear is he staying on Thor? I mean I know he's at DC now Trzynski? yeah, yeah I believe but so. I mean is he indefinitely so. staying with Thor? no or? exclusive he's bringing those uh, Archie and uh Hey man, I'm, I gotta tell you, I'm psyched Jack for that because, be Batman, <laughs> because the times the times that they've taken the uh, Archie uh, heroes and done serious takes on them, they're kind of entertaining stories. The Black Hood goes back to the pulp days. There are there are prose stories of the Black Hood, and it was you know an, another good costume Avenger. I thought he was great. I like Straczynski. I love the Twelve. I think Straczynski when he gets a chance. 
to play in his own playground without mm-hmm. having to dick around with well, that's what other that's, stuff. That's why Thor works for him because he's taken it, you know, completely out of any other interaction other than him kicking the shit out. Yeah, of Yeah, he, 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 he took issue, but, he took one but, issue and yeah. said, you know what, this is going to be worth Thor. This is Thor's issue to Start, kick the shit. Yeah, to, but the rest of the book is him completely outside of any other interaction with. Superheroes. I mean, I know he gets he gets. I think he gets a little too much flack sometimes for. I like I like mostly most everything that he's done. I think I'm, uh, it's I'm, his I'm, Spider-Man stuff. I think got a little bit of. I think. Well, it's certainly the one sto- the, the since past story, the the Gwen Stacy's Gwen Stacy story. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know that's that story certainly got flack. Well, but beyond that, I and you're right though. I think people did pick on other arcs of that story too. I thought it was a fun. I, I think it was, it was a fun just, run. I, uh, for I the didn't, most part, you know, I didn't like his Spider-Man stuff, but I always really? felt like. I don't. It's a weird thing when you criticize like writers or creators. There's times where I feel like there's one sort of criticism to say like I don't like what you're doing. It's not my it's cup okay. of tea. It's not my cup of tea, but that doesn't or, mean it was done poorly. Right? Yeah, it's like exactly. I don't like what you're doing, but you're doing what you do well, and some people like it, and that's fine, and that's that's a completely mm. valid, you know. Sure. No one's going. There's there's no perfect comic book. Right. You know, there's no magic. Yeah, someone will hate it. Mm. Someone is not going to. You it. haven't read Lock and Key yet. Oh god, I know. <laughs> but no, that's that, that's one of the things about um, about online criticism. Sometimes is things are compared to an imaginary book that everyone will like. Well, it's yeah, it's yeah. It, it's a, the difference between I don't like it and that means it's bad. Because I've you know, I but, have loved the twelve. Twelve, the 12 has, been great. has been awesome. You know why it's awesome? Because he didn't introduce a villain. The villain is the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the oh, yeah. Or the villain is the, the heroes. Yeah, yeah the villain is the, themselves. The villain is reality. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. that's why I, that's why I've always liked what he does because regardless of of whether it fits, because it doesn't fit into what everyone else always does. He always does something different. He always does something off kilter from you know sort of the norm. I didn't even like if it's his, with established. I didn't characters. like his Fantastic Four stuff all that much. But yeah, I, I he's a weird uh, guy in that I always pick up what he does because I'm. He's a I good writer. Feel like it's just a matter of time, you... if I read the first issue and I don't like it, I'll know that I won't like the mm-hmm. rest, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, oh, okay, well then that's I'm just what not, it is. You yeah, know what yeah. it's going to be. I'm right. just like, oh, well, he's going to do this. All right, well then I just I won't get the rest of his fantasy. Is he, form. Is he ever going to get back into TV? Oh sure, he's actually he's busy with movies. He and Ron Howard have a movie brewing. Do that, okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, he announced that last year. Yeah. Is, is B five dead? No, and in fact, last year they did that direct to video, those two stories, and I know they did well. I think he needs to reconcile where to put the story now that Shakar and uh, the Doctor have passed away. The actors that that played them passed away, and they were, I mean, all that core group, all of those characters mm-hmm. were very important to the big story, and that's where I think he just. You know, it it you know these all those people were very close to him, and I think it really upset him. And oh, he, sure. he pretty much said it at uh, at the New York panel last year that uh, he's like, I just got to figure out where the story is without these guys. Because, yeah, it was it was you know. five. Well, it was it was five years of four of the best sci-fi TV I've ever oh, seen. You you can honestly put. Babylon 5 up with classic Star Trek and, and the Twilight Zone in terms of seminal sci-fi television series Absolutely. that made a statement that no other series up to that point but, had made. But even, but even there, starting with, with that fifth season of B5, I, I felt like Straczynski is a great storyteller who doesn't have 
closing ability. It's hard for him to finish up a story really well. Well, he kind of finished it in the fourth season, and then TNT came back and said, ah, you know, we need another season from you. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, because he really did kind of show his cards at the end of that fourth season with a lot of the things, and then kind of went I back to some of them and expanded on them in the fifth season. But it's like that's a misnomer that's, that stemmed from Rising Stars. What's that? I like? think that he can't that he finish. Can't that he can't finish. finish. I think, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think yeah, you're right about that. Because of that, well, way that it, but Babylon yeah. 5 and had Supreme that Power, feeling, too. same thing. Obviously. Well, but once again, that wasn't his fault necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I'm he gonna, had initially actually planned that as five it, years, and then they. Can I change no, the topics? Yeah. No, no, he was, says right yes, off the bat. No, it was five, it was no. five years. I thought it was always planned to be a five year series. It was. And then they were going to, and then they told him during the fourth season, you better wrap it up because you're not coming back. And then they came back. And then realized it wasn't his fault. Okay. was going on. Okay. They're like, uh, okay. we're sorry, we're going to give you one more season. Okay. So yeah, I, that's the, yeah, it's, it's you know, a network fucking with you. Can topics wildly? Absolutely. In a fantastic manner? Flip it. Uh, Flip the script, uh, bitch. I've been reading through some back issues lately. Oh, really? So, what a shocker. Reading, I was reading... Uh, Don't you do a podcast about that? Yeah, I, yeah. Well, this is besides <laughs> reading old JLA, JLA issues. I'm almost done. Awesome. <laughs> um, so boring. It's on but, the uh, uh, I was reading some old Superman family comics. Yay! Okay. From the... You know what's crazy is you see a character like Jimmy Olsen, Mister mm-hmm. Action, mis- exactly. Love Mister Action. A, a character who, at this time, for years and years, you know what Jimmy Olsen did in the seventies? He used to go around kicking people's asses. <laughs> you know what Lois Lane used to do? She used to use Kulkor, Krypton, uh, Kryptonian karate on people. Yes. They were like action heroes, and it's so weird to think about Jimmy and Lois as we, action heroes I, because well, because as one of Chris's favorite words, it's cyclical. And it so is one of my favorite for words. a certain fan, <laughs> but base, I only use it every once in for a, while. a certain fan base <laughs> who wrote um, those characters for a while. When they were a kid, they read him as a uh, Jimmy Olsen as like someone who kicked ass, and they thought, well, he shouldn't kick ass. He's a, he's, he's, a, he's a photographer. It was so... Because it's su- Cub reporter, it's actually. Such Cub reporter, yeah. a different take. It, it's like it's 180 great. degrees. And he's a young adult. He's yeah, like Nightwing. So weird. He's, yeah. he's like a plain-clothes Nightwing. And it's... And I, as someone, <laughs> so weird. As someone who 70s, bought those man. comics... Everybody was... As everyone who bought those comics... Ass. Wonder kid. Woman was like a secret agent, but you know, know yeah, spy so with a white, you know... Guys, really, thing. like, Jimmy Olsen and Lois Lane were high-selling books for DC. As kicking these were And these were just the progression of well, we can't keep the monthlies going anymore, but there's an audience for them. Let's put them in I'm Superman. Just, I family. also want to say... And that's what it was. It was a continuation of the stories people, they were doing in their single issues. People who talk about decompression, read some of those. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about Quick the storyline not paying off? Read a book that came out bi-monthly in the 70s, and you had to wait a year and a half for a resolution. <laughs> That I, never I'm comes. Ser- Those I'm, are the eight I'm, issue a year books. I think were always oh, interesting I'm, too. I'm serious. There's, I've been, uh, I have a bunch of Superman family issues, and there's, uh, there's uh, Supergirl stories in it, and there's this uh, sort of. Uh, Suspicious cloud that follows Supergirl around, like causing problems for her. And this cloud has been around since issue 187. I'm on issue 201. <laughs> this is a fucking uh, bi monthly comic. <laughs> That's two years. <laughs> no shit. Two years. years. So when you complain about decompression. We're building up the yeah, who's, uh, who's really? writing the uh, Supergirl cloud uh, saga? Uh, Jerry Conway. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, when you complain about decompression, uh, you have rose-colored glasses, my friend. But there are stories 
that don't pay off in the past <laughs> wow. either. About, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Superman, one of my personal favorite no, always, uh, series. That was always paid off. The Supergirl, uh, the, yeah, the Supergirl story fast. is fucking insane. I'm like... They have to tell me who this fucking cloud is. <laughs> I, and I've been reading these. That was a hook, baby. They had you for two years because you had to know what. Who the, is this cloud? Yeah, is what this is this cloud? cloud? It's gonna be Jorel. You know, like the Jorel from Earth Two. Wow. You know, yeah. Jorel. Hey, yeah. Going back, to there the, is a Jorel, by the I way. Which I just recently read that in. Going back number. to the multiple Earths. Uh, yeah. Did you read? Um, Ambush bug, you're none. Yeah. Yes. What did you What did you guys think about it that? It was a little old timey in the humor a little bit, but I thought there was things. The women in refrigerators. Oh, the, I was. The women in refrigerators thing was maybe the funniest yeah. thing in that. Book. Just the women being killed everywhere. In that women book dying just, everywhere. Yeah, in I was the just DC like, universe. oh my god, that's so. I mean, yeah, I, I thought it was it's pretty funny. funny. It was. It was definitely felt straight out of you know. A backup story and, and straight out of Giffen's mind. Yeah, yeah, but it, I thought it was pretty good. I, I thought it was pretty well done. And, I love that and, Jan and Jones is like that book's biggest cheerleader. Yeah, and she and really, yeah, she really just is like you know. And meanwhile, there's women in refrigerators right. and there's Jan. Yeah. Well, that's the weird thing about it because like I'm sitting there laughing. It's funny. And then I'm like, well, is like what is he saying nice. exactly? Is he is he poking fun at the yes. whole, or is he well, who's he poking fun at though? He's poking is fun he po- at everyone. Everyone well, that's who takes kind things of, yeah, too seriously. You know, everyone who takes. Like, too and, and, and yeah, that's and that's the beauty of it. Yeah. It's like it's like it, yeah, okay. So because he's great in panels. It's like Keith. Who, who do you want to bring back? Who do I want to bring back? Who do I want to kill? That's the question. <laughs> karate Kid. Yes, as he, he said, yes. every opportunity he gets, he kills Karate Kid, <laughs> and he will always kill Karate Kid. Seriously, he's he the star of every DC panel he is on. He is so damn. Funny. Remember when we were standing near him and I wanted to talk to him, but I was yeah. intimidated, yeah. even though he's probably a Almost a foot shorter than me. <laughs> I was like, he's a little man. Different. I kind of want to talk to Keith Given, but he, I, I don't know if I want to talk to him. I think he might make fun of me. <laughs> I think he would make fun of you and like you at the, the same time because you get it. I'd suggest you guys have him on, but you, you literally have to be like prepared to interview him when you get him. Because he's that kind of. Are you saying? Are you saying Vanita's, we're not prepared? Well, because like Vanita is the person who like hooked me up <laughs> in it initially with them, and it literally is like, okay, we're gonna do this now, and it's like, okay, fine, and I'm like, and luckily I was ready because she's like, you better be ready like with questions and stuff. I'm like, okay, I love. Or he'd be like, uh, call me back in a half hour, and we'll do it then. And it's like, okay, Keith, and it was like. Let's go. Cool. I like. Tom's always prepared. He's cool. To he's, talk he's, to he's he's any he's awesome. DC creator. I mean, I'll come talk on. To Keith he is awesome. <laughs> I haven't read Rain in Hell yet. I'm done. I haven't read I that either yet. I enjoyed it. That's cool. Cynthia, Cabbage, the Sienkiewicz ink. Inking Darnick was a little weird at first, but I got used to it. Okay. I'm trying to think of what... Let me look at... Weird. You know, I read a couple... Did you read the core? The Top Cow... Uh, the the Pilot season? No, I haven't yet. I didn't like it. I'll okay. be Who wrote that again? Hickman. That's right. I thought it... Do the talk uh, to Jack. I like okay. Hickman, mm-hmm. but I'll be honest. This displayed a lot of Hickman's go-to moves. Ticks. Is ticks is like use of time shift like four weeks later, two weeks later, right. like counting down to something. It was a little cliched 
space story a little I, I I thought I just thought it was a little it's a little weak. I want to see Pax from Hannah three, to be honest. <laughs> yes. Which I've been waiting for a long time. And I I mean I, I still I I like him, but I read that and I was like, Oh, this is a little it's a little plain. A little plain mm, on the You know, I, I I think I think with Hickman <laughs> is that he experiments with so many different things and has so many yeah. ideas all over the place. It's kind of like a little like Grant Morrison for me in that he's throwing so much spaghetti up against the wall that that some of it's gonna stick and some of it's not, well, and that's one. okay. This is Did you read uh, Frank Fasada's uh, Creatures? Yes. The rem- oh, it was awesome. Yes. I no, I didn't even. I talked to Will about that. Actually. Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, Teddy Riders Roosevelt uh, with uh, the Dark Riders as opposed to the Rough Riders. It's kind oh, of his awesome. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, if you will. Really? I wish nice. it was more. I, it's, I, uh, I, I was like, too. and I and actually he said that uh, he will likely in the future go back to that. So he talked to Jay that's, Photos, who's running the Frazetta cool. Comics. And, J- Jay Photos. Yes. F O T O S. Yes. Is he a colorist? No, he's. Um, I uh, I know he's an artist of some sort, but um, that's the guy who's coloring Lock and Key. Okay. Yeah, it's it's fresh for... fresh in my mind. Did you guys read the new Dynamo uh not Dynamo Five? Not yet. I'm getting that in trade. I just no picked spoilers. up the, just Did picked up the read, second trade. Uh, I killed Giants. Yes. The image book. I liked it. I a really lot. liked it too. That's I Joe thought Kelly. it was Yeah, yeah Joe was Kelly. So, I don't remember the I artist. Great things about that. Yeah. It was Joseph really interesting. It was basically a story about a a young girl and who plays D and D. She plays Dungeons and Dragons and she believes that she is a giant killer. Her name is Th- her last name is Thorson. Yeah, <laughs> Thorson. Um, and at the end of the first issue, I just thought it was so cool how they did it because you're not sure if she's crazy, a kid, you know, playing a kid playing a game, or if she really is a, a giant killer yeah. that talks to fairies and going to end up like that. Tom Hanks TV movie Mazes and Monsters. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Wow. Nice. Hopefully not that nice. horrible. That was all, tragic. Yeah. Do all five of us actually remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember right, it, then. but I remember. You know, like I couldn't tell you the that story, was, but I remember. I think I, I loved. I, I thought that it was so much fun to read that book because. Because of that, because that line between where's the story going to go? Mm-hmm. Is she really? Is there really like fairies that live underneath her coat, right, or is right. this like her escaping from like? Well, yeah, it was a like weird, you know, family, family situation. That, yeah, that she's not happy about. And yeah, that. Well, you know, it, it, it felt like um, Pan's Labyrinth in that way. You know, where, where Pan's Labyrinth, I felt. I don't know if you saw that or not. Yeah, the Del you don't know. Which at the end, the you don't know. Yeah, what's real or if this girl is just you know. Escaping from the war, or what you know, what it is, but uh, I really, yeah, I really liked that. I, I thought it art. was, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I thought it was, I'm very much looking forward to the second issue of that. It's too bad it's only gonna be three issues, but uh, it was pretty cool. All right. Yay, Joe Kelly. And yeah. I, I, it was, it was cool because I, it was such a neat exploration of being nerdy. Being nerdy, being yeah, being young and out of place and not and caring being a hundred percent thinking you're a hundred percent correct about yourself. Yeah. But she stands up and she's like, "If you haven't killed a giant, you're in no position to criticize." Me. <laughs> you know, she goes. She was a unless little, you she was feasted, a little, little precocious for my taste. I mean, yeah. I, I, if you haven't feasted that, upon the heart of a dead giant, you have. Yeah, you know, it's like. But it worked because. But it works, yeah. yeah. It was, it was if she so was ridiculous. the daughter of Thor, I guess that's how she would <laughs> she would act. That was. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was cool, and uh, uh, the art was really good on it too. It was it was an interesting manga esque 
but not it was like mongish Another, but then like mongish, mongish <laughs> but then like a little like some ashley wood seemed yeah. like inks on it a little and then some weird was an example of the the best part of image where you have a book like that yeah where else around. could that book come out i mean it was just and you get, know, you completely know. off the you know charts as far as anything else i loved it it was great i, know, I thought it was very cool i was uh, just from the name and the the cover i was sold on it i didn't <clears> pre-order it i saw it and I was like, oh, I kind of, I picked it up. It had a cardstock cover. And Is that why you picked that? Full wraparound. Full wraparound cover. Full I, wrap around collect, I like to collect stuff. <laughs> and I was like, this is going to be a collector. 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 Yeah, it was cool, though. It was one of my my favorite books I've read. Of, of I hate it. I'm what? I haven't seen it now. You don't like anything. You don't I'm like sure anything. I love it. I do. I do like stuff. What do you like? You didn't Mike like, Norton's you didn't like top Batman. Type, top, I liked Batman. Yeah, top you three twice. things. <laughs> you saw it twice? Yeah. Weren't you bitching we about that each movie? Other in movie I was, no. Here's the thing. I'll defend Norton. Here's the thing. Sometimes when you review something and it's everyone agrees that it's like, awesome. Yeah. And you point you out the things that are contra- bad about it, contra- everyone thinks you hate it. But it's yeah, not that you hate exactly. it, you just point out it, the few things you didn't like. Caters yeah. gets Norton. Yes. Yeah. He really Don't does. talk. Don't it's talk, brutal. Mike. <laughs> Don't answer any it's of their questions. It's a great movie. I just, I just dared to pose the idea that and it's you were wrong. as great as everybody said it my was. My mom was blind, and my dad took her to that movie. And, and it she healed walked her? out. Yes. And she amazed. saw she saw everything. She could yeah. see. She well, could no, see. I'm not. I mean, I agree that it had flaws. It wasn't that. I was just. Saying. I, I, I think it's a fantastic movie. I think you should do every is show. Is it the while best? A, is it the best uh, superhero uh, movie? That, that's the thing. That's the <laughs> which is, the way which is the, the way that I was judging was yeah. pure gut. I felt better coming out of Iron Man than I did out of Dark Knight. Yeah, Night. it was a happier movie. Really? Yeah. No, it was. It was definitely a happier movie. Oh, yeah. I was that. just like, wow! I had more fun in that movie than I did in Dark Knight. Yeah. And now I did Dark Knight? Dark Knight had zero plot holes, which is like a fanboy's wet dream. It was like, wow! I can't really complain hey, about that movie. Plus a plot you know? hole for Tiny Lister as the giant bald convict. I'm gonna make a T-shirt that says that. I love that man. Tiny Lister is gonna blow up your boat. I'm gonna be the new Obey Giant guy. I'm just gonna put those stickers everywhere. Had the pleasure of hanging. With Tiny Lister many times in Vegas because he's a huge fight fan, and I would literally get him into press conferences because you if know we ever he's like he's like can I sneak in with you? I'm like commentary? sure, man. You're not <laughs> conspicuous by all means. Jump right in. If we, we never follow me in, if we ever do yeah. another movie movie commentary, yes. can it please be no holds barred? <laughs> no holds barred. Oh, the film. You know, that do I? The, the, that's the Hulk I know Hogan I know that film. movie. Oh yeah, Hulk Hogan, Tiny, Tiny Lister. Lister yeah. Oh sure. Yeah, for that. I'd be happy with that. I won't watch that movie again. No. Can we do a commentary for WrestleMania 3? <laughs> <laughs> I you know, I watched WrestleMania 3 with friends of mine last winter. WrestleMania is really long. It is. And it jingoistic. Is. And yes. Maybe like the most yes. interesting yeah. It's yes. really long. I remember that. Like how long? Two and a half hours. <laughs> if you want, if you well, want evident. a living, breathing, unending cavalcade of Shit. reasons why stereotypes are alive and well in our country, we <laughs> watch WrestleMania three from Netflix. <laughs> yes, exactly. You will have a fight where there is a hillbilly, not a, a hillbilly besides 
Jim Duggan. Yeah, it is a Jim Duggan. Okay. Uh, with uh, two she? dwarves, oh. also dressed as uh, but, but that was the point. I mean, it's oh, not no, like it's I mean, accidentally. It's, but when you see the crowd, <laughs> and you see the crowd, and everyone, you're well, sure. no, Iron Sheik. And Nikolai Volkov versus uh, the tag team. Yeah, the, uh, versus someone dressed like bees, and then <laughs> everyone's oh, chanting yeah, "USA, USA," and Nikolai Volkov. But it's funny. I think those guys dressed like bees were Mexican. That's the Simpsons. Soviet national anthem. Of course. Yeah, they did that. It's, uh, in classic. college, a friend of mine classic. put me in the camel clutch and hurt my back. Whoa. Was, was Mr. Fuji Whoa. their manager? That was a course different thing. I, I did not the say that. The best, thing, no, the best thing about wrestling in the 80s is who are all the bad managers? Uh, Mr. Mr. Fuji and Asian. Uh, yeah, but wait, Jerry, Jerry, uh, the the mouth from the south, Jimmy. Southern, Jimmy Hart, Jimmy Hart, thank you, Southern. Uh, He's from uh, Reverend. What was the uh, Reverend? Oh, uh, oh God, classy, African, classy Fred Blast. No, the African American guy, the guy who uh, as a manager, yeah. A reverend? I don't remember. I don't remember that. Some, yeah, I think I remember what you're talking about. What What is Middle America afraid of? Asians? <laughs> Southerners? Some crazy Southerners? Uh, African Americans? I, I always hope that. I don't know that people were a little more in on the joke than than what was represented. I think you'd be surprised. Yeah. I think they were. I've lived with people that proved otherwise. It always amazes me, though, still to this day, to, like, I don't know, maybe it's growing up in the Midwest and, and... Whenever you're just confronted with Reverend that. Slick, I, oh, I uh, Reverend Slick, remember. I remember that. <laughs> sure. uh, I've learned a lot about this suspension of disbelief does not just apply to comics. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Reality in a lot. It really does. My favorite thing was, and especially when I was in college, they would do Tuesday Night Titans, where they had the like Tonight Show set. And they'd have like a talk show, and and uh, the British guy, and I can't remember his name. He was the Ed McMahon, and 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 Ed, Vince McMahon was Carson, and uh, they would have like you know the, the usual. Oh, what's kind of his name? Uh, Roddy Piper. He used to have his Piper, thing. His well, this show. is way before the Piper's. No. WrestleMania three way was before. Roddy Piper's go away party. Was uh, Cowboy Bob Orton? Yeah. Was that when he was boxing Bob Orton in WrestleMania three? I think so. Yeah. Okay. We watched uh, WrestleMania three right. for a little piece of America. Path I didn't want to. Well, a little piece hey, of America. Hey, one other comment. We were talking about. Stuff actually, that I like. That's what I, I actually do watch. Yeah. Has anybody been reading uh, Number of the Beast? The, no. The Wild, Wild Storm. No. It's no, Scott Beatty's uh, story. Yeah. Okay. Is it good? It's. It's. I got to go back and read it again because it's. It's kind of, you know, Convoluted. strange. Yeah. And and uh, I haven't. Don't think I've grasped the entire concept of it. But for some reason, I'm really intrigued by it. At the same time, the the last issue just came out. I haven't read it yet, but. Um, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like if, you know, there were all these superheroes and then the bad guys sort of put them, or not the bad guys, but like the government put them in like a virtual world to keep them busy, busy, yeah, occupied. But then you have like the greatest hero sort of await, you know, kind of realizes what's going on. It's just really, but you don't really get that until... Like a few issues in, you don't even realize what's like going Wild on. They Storm kind of is like a weird place where you could do a really interesting story. 
because yeah. it'll it's just do anything. Yeah. 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 It, it's a, because it's, no one's buying it, so they'll just be like, fuck it. Just <laughs> Have you read uh, Chuck Dixon's World War II thing, that Storm in Paradise? Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I heard yeah. it's really good. Holy Fred shit. War Heroes. Anybody so, read War Heroes? The Milton no. no, I'm waiting for that on trade. Or when Look I talk good. to Mark, I mean, it was, whichever comes first. <laughs> it was pretty pretty. The, good. I mean, the, oh, the Mark Miller thing? Mark Miller and... Yeah. Tony Harris. Um... It's it's hard for me to read a book that Tony Harris is doing that's not ex machina. It's I don't know. It's Have you heard a little thing called Starman. <laughs> uh, yeah, his art's very different in Starman than it is in. It's changed a lot since Starman. Yeah. Well, this story yeah. works I guess, just yeah, fine. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, I, I, I but uh, but no, it's it's just I look at it and it's I, I don't know. I just I'll, I'll, I don't like Tony Harris's current art. No, really. No, I mean it's it's fine. It's very technically good. I just don't, for whatever reason, I just it doesn't click with me. That's all right, man. I, uh, look, I took a look at I took a look at War, I took a look at War Heroes and I was like, I was just like, man, man, I'll pick it up. No, it's I, real. How I was mean, the story? For the, it was interesting. It, 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 it's um, I mean, the first issue is kind of just a setup. There's it's all set up, yeah. But uh, it, it's an interesting Talk setup. About, so, have you it's liked Kickass? Yes. I've liked it. Yeah. I'm not crazy about make a it. Good movie. But, but I, 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 <laughs> I yes. love the art. I like it's, it. The art, the story. I'm not crazy about it. I mean, it's good, but it's I, for some reason it's like it's so loose. It's very loose, and it almost seems dated for some weird reason. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What, I can't I, no, I, I, no, I know what you're talking about. It In seems it seems about two years because it seems like. A story that was invented when YouTube and all that stuff first came up. Well, Jesus, yeah, it, it, bit, it yeah. was. It was. If you think about it, we talked to we talked yeah, to Armita Jr. Well, yeah, they did like, it. Maybe right. that's why it seems dated. Yeah. Because four it was years like, ago, right, that, that's right. That was going to be part. Of Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know what it is. There's I, something I, about it. I, like, it's it, really it, awesome. Yeah, maybe though, between the Ultimate Civil War, you're right. Maybe. Oh, just off the chain. Yeah, violent. Not that well, I'm like, that. I love did you ever read yeah, you the? Uh, did you ever read that? Wolverine did was pretty violent. Well, no, the uh, the gray matter. Oh, the gray area. The gray area that yeah, he did. Um, there was some. I mean, it wasn't terribly good, but uh, but the the I, there were some graphic moments that, in that that were. I love the kick-ass art. And the oh yeah, I really like the art. Well, the, the Tony Hair the the War Heroes. Yeah. Is, the, the, it, like I said, it's basically set up, but it's a good setup of of basically. Um, is it World War Two or World War no, 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 it's today. Present day. It's oh, present, present day. day uh, there is a um, uh, 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 suicide bomber yeah. uh, unleashes a bomb in Washington, and blows up the Capitol building. Uh, the U.S. goes crazy, locks down everything, martial law. Wow. We invade I- uh, Iran. Um, Ex- you know, it's the, the during Iraq and Afghanistan. Sure, sure. Like right today, if this happened today, basically. Wow. Um, and uh, they realize that they just don't have the forces, and they can't yeah. get young men because there's you know all of a sudden there's like all of a sudden you know the huge rash of anti-war protesters nobody wants to join and nobody's you know and then there's then after that there's you know uh, a couple of chemical bombs that go off in various parts of the country and wow. yeah i mean it's you know very the realistic things that could, yeah. yeah very the country is, is just completely fractured nobody you know um so that what they decide to do is to bolster uh, to, to bolster, bolster enrollment uh, uh, enrollment is give give people superpowers to join the army 
And so now we have an army of superpowered beings that they take a pill and they get super strength. They yeah. take another pill and they get it's, you know, it's, whatever. It's, it's, it's basically and, like a, an army of our men. It's like I take cool. this pill yeah. and for the next hour. I'm no, super 24 strong. hours. It's 24. Oh, 24 hours. hours. Okay. Um, uh, and and that I mean that's the first issue basically is just that's to cool. set up. But it was it was a cool like I said it was a cool setup and yeah. and done in a very you know uh, th that's why I was saying like Tony Harris this fits him perfectly because it's very much in vain with Ex Machina where it's the yeah. real world. With a slice of fiction put into it, you know what I mean. It's, cool. it's very much yeah. Um, you know, it's, based. on his art, I loved I loved his art when Ex Machina first started coming out. But I've gotten to the point that uh, just my my taste in art have gotten more to the really expressive. Oh, you know, are you? Yeah, it's oh, uh, it's man. like it's like pigeons from hell. Love that, and that just finished up this week, and that's like on the other side of what of what Tony Harris does. Sure. You know what I'm going to do this weekend? No. I'm going to sit outside and read Crisis on Infinite Earths Absolute Edition like I do every summer. With a glass of lemonade? Yeah. What'd you think of Ordway's stuff on the uh, JSA annual? It was good. It looks like Ordway. Yeah. No, I and I miss Ordway doing the Justice Society. I thought that was really Ordway's, good. Ordway is... He's solid. He's solid. Well, yeah. He does what he does. He does it well. Yeah, always has. Right. Always has. Always will. Yes. That's it's the Jerry Ordway guarantee. <laughs> Well, Get that, it. Well, that uh, that take care of things. Are we good? We have We're out of beer, uh, so yeah, pretty much. Good. I think that's it. Yeah. Done. Is that the show? Really? I just sat there. <laughs> like over an hour ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah believe and it. And this shit just kicked in apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John. John. You're gonna be freaking out in about in. twenty minutes. He's I think it's about balls. Uh, you have horns, hmm? Tom. Uh, Thompson, Hunter. Yeah, yeah. You've been, have to did you see another. that movie? No, but I really want to, and it Me sparked too. my interest in. Want to do a poke? In, I'll go with you. I'll, I'll see it. Yeah, I don't know where it's planned. As but far as I know, it's only on Clark and yeah, the Century. I want to talk to you did about it this because when he died, a friend of a friend of mine and I had a plan to go when they originally planned his uh, funeral service. To go, we were going to go to it, and then they decided to change it, and we felt uncomfortable going. I already felt I felt uncomfortable. Or I was like, I, this is a weird thing to go do that. Because I, I am a huge, I, I, one of my favorite books is the um, uh, Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail. Me too. So one of my favorite. That's awesome. Well, here, uh, the, my, uh, my first ever real, in, you know, uh, introduction to Hunter S. Thompson was the film Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah. I, I hadn't really read any of his work before. I knew of him, but didn't really know, hadn't read much of his stuff. I saw that movie. I didn't care for it. And yeah. I read the book afterwards. Didn't really care for that either that much. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, what is the big deal about this guy? He's just you read, some you read angry drug head. Well, no, and, and then it's been a while, and I just never... That was, you know, I don't know when that movie came out, but it's been a long time. Oh, yeah. um, you ever read The Hell's Angels? Well, I did read The Hell's Angels, and I, I did like that more so, but even then, I still wasn't completely sold on really, it. Yeah. Recently, I saw something on the documentary, the, the new documentary or yep. biography, Gonzo, Gonzo um, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll go back. There's got to be something to this guy I'm not, I'm not getting, because you know, the, I just figured there's got to be something there. I think podcasters should be very interested in Hunter S. Thompson. Really? That's yeah, that's a good point. Well, anyway, I picked up um, uh, the Great Shark, to, uh, Hunt, Great Shark, Great Shark Hunt. Hunt, the first His volume. Kentucky Derby story. Oh, is fantastic! Well, reading that, and it's you know it's all you know short articles yeah. from Rolling Stone and yep. different magazines and everything, and and then it was like oh okay 
And then I got it. You know, like, then I understood. Yeah, this is. Yeah. I mean, I, that was the thing. I was like, wow, I don't think like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is not, the best, is not the best representation of his work at all. That Kentucky Derby uh, story. Oh, his short. Oh, that Kentucky Derby story is fantastic. His online but, column for ESPN up until he died was the sport, fantastic. Yeah, the, uh, and the September 11th thing that he did was the September 11th yeah. one because I would argue that prophetic. his sports commentary fell apart a bit in the last well, five, six years. The September 11th article was fantastic, but he did call out the fact that we were all fucked. Exactly. Yeah. And literally, yeah, <laughs> I mean, knew. it's he like knew. where we are today, he, he knew, knew back on the 12th. But two thousand one. Yeah. But I'm yeah. about I'm about it's halfway scared. through that book, and and I I eventually plan to read all of the the Gonzo volumes. I have all of his stuff if he wants. Do you? Yeah, I, I have. probably would buy my, borrow some from you because my seventeen uh, year old nephew is like totally in the Hunter S. Thompson. Well, exactly. Like that's my kid. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I read the book. Uh, uh, Hell's Angel. I read that. I like that more so. Hell's Angel is so, like his first thing. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was very rudimentary. Yeah, and and. It was just like the whole drug culture thing. It was like, eh, whatever. I'm not, you know, that kind of turned me off more than anything. But when you get past that and like into his actual, you know, writing, and it's very class based. Yeah. Too. There's yeah. a weird. He. And sometimes he goes over the top, like his whole run for, you know, his the mayor run in yeah. Aspen. And <laughs> I, like, think, eh, I think. I understand you, what he's I doing. I think you but... would really enjoy the Great Shark Hunt because uh, I, well, uh, not the Great Shark, uh, uh, Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail. That's a great book. There's a lot yeah. of his writing. I feel like for uh, a long time in America, political writers ignored class and ignored mm-hmm. like what people viewed as from different upper class, lower, like. But he very much embraced that sort of thing, and he very much had a. Uh, as far as podcasters, I I almost feel like people who are doing this sort of like media where they're doing this very basic media that's just going out to everyone should be very interested in Hunter S. Thompson mm-hmm. because his technique was very much. Saying fuck you to conventional right. story, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. you know, the well, boundaries. This, this is how everyone else the, covers the Kentucky Derby. Now I'm going to cover the Kentucky Derby from this a, from, way. A, from what is the way you would actually see it. Yeah, from the way you would actually see it, and turning the, uh, it around uh, and flipping quote, unquote, it on. Professional yeah. way of and of maybe being a, the best representation of the Kentucky Derby sure. that's ever so, been done because it's much. In a Most weird way, closer. it's so built up, but more honest yeah. than like all the other, you know. There's, it's a weird thing about how being basic and being entertaining can be a better, better service to telling the truth than your built up, you know. Even though a lot extent. of his truth was fictionalized. Yeah, it, it, it's a weird. But thing. it's in some way he reaches yeah. a, a his a fiction truer, was truer than true. Yeah, mm. I did have a weird moment in that book as I'm reading it. Um, uh, after the Kentucky Derby uh, article, he, then he goes to um, California. Oh, to for the the Mexican, the all the problems. Who's very strange? No, no, no. The the journalist is killed. Yeah. And oh, the journalist's okay. name is Ruben Salazar, which is my father's yeah. name. My middle name is Ruben. Yeah. It's just like wow. read as I'm sitting here reading the book, and all of a sudden, seeing, I was just like, wow, that was fucking weird. You know, it was like 1970. <laughs> it was 1970. But his stuff is really weird. In the 1970, sense. when he was killed, but his I was stuff has such different senses of. Tone too, from like oh, the very yeah. funny to like that story is really sad. that one yeah. is very, and 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 very. I so far one of the most um, I feel uh, clear clear yeah like very clearly written exactly what he's trying to say you know there's not very much even though he kind of goes into with Acosta yeah and how Acosta ends up they go to Vegas and that's Fair and Loathing in Las Vegas with yeah. he's Doctor Gonzo but. But that story in particular was just very concise and very clear, and, and 
You know, so when he doesn't, you know, it's like he, I like when he doesn't get into, like when he gets out of his own way a little yeah. bit, you know, and, and, and doesn't let the anger, I mean, while the anger is very good and it obviously drives what he's doing and he's so smart to use it, but sometimes I think it gets in the way of his yeah. actual point. You should read, I think you'll enjoy Fear and Loathing on the campaign trail because it's him following the campaign from the beginning of the right. end. So you see the ebb and the flow of him, like, dealing with how campaigns sure. go and it's it's really interesting because he starts off like completely manic and then he calms down and then he gets <laughs> mad and he's just talking about like how he can't keep anything straight in his own head and like <laughs> how running for president's completely insane and why doesn't anyone else realize that this whole thing is insane he i he fear and loathing in las vegas is not a good representation i think of the no. better stuff no that he's yeah done. it's yeah. not and i was amazed to to sort of find that out you know that's the, the last that's the weeks. thing that everyone knows because it's the well that's, a, that's, that's yeah. yeah exactly i mean that well, was the, the thing. johnny like depp he, movie he, yeah. he, he that movie that introduced helps. so many people myself included yeah. to hunter s thompson and i think unfairly so you know it's like it became huge in a cult way i mean it but i think it's like it overtook you know, like it created a. Well, it's a caricature. Uh, uh, it exactly, it, 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 it doesn't a, you know, represent the real work that the guy yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, and unfairly so. It's just like, wow, I'm glad that I, for whatever reason, yeah. that yeah. Anyone made that, me go on back. Anyone wants to read really good Hunter S. Thompson, read his Kentucky Derby article. Yeah. It's one of the best sport pieces of sports. Yes. Uh, have you yes. ever read the best sports journalism of the 20th century yes. book? Mm. That's that's the Hunter S. Thompson yep. one that's in there because yep. it's a fantastic oh, yeah. story about nice. a horse race. How <laughs> <laughs> fucking decadent <laughs> oh, the Kentucky Derby yeah. is. Uh, no, we should stuff. honestly we look, we should look online as soon as we stop recording and uh, see where it's playing. Yeah, let's, I, I, I want to let's do a Sunday. Absolutely, see the movie. If, cool. I don't know what your Sunday's like. I'll, I'm cool. Or tomorrow. I, I'm cool tomorrow. Actually, let's, end, let's tomorrow, end this show now on Hunter S. Thompson. On Hunter S. Thompson. Moment of silence. Fuck you, he wouldn't want that. He shot himself. Yeah, yeah, himself out of a so. cannon. And yeah. <laughs> I love the story yeah, about... Yeah, the ashes, that's right. I love <laughs> the story about how uh, his neighbor in Colorado was uh, John Denver. And, uh, we ended the and, show, man. It was over. Oh. Yeah, we're done. Done. Sorry. brought it up. It's oh, over. Save it for next week. Oh, yeah, next week, maybe. I'll Never mind. Look, look I wanted to know about John Denver. What about John Denver? Did John Denver? Thompson would, uh, would, uh, would, would go up on the on the roof of his house and uh, and shoot golf balls at, uh, at John Denver's house. <laughs> So, nice. I always thought that was kind of cute. Have you waited for that? If that read, uh, if, do you guys ever check out Deadspin, that sports blog? Mm -mm. If you ever checked it out, well, Will Leitch, who edited it, had a really great story about meeting Hunter S. Thompson. It, it was him and a friend of his, and he does like a very irreverent sports blog, which is sort of famous for... Like uh, a lot of print media doesn't like him very much, and he went with a friend of his who was a big fan of Hunter S. Thompson, and he arranged meeting Hunter S. Thompson. So he showed up at this bar with this guy who was a huge fan, and so he sat down him, his friend, and Hunter S. Thompson, and the guy walked away, and Hunter S. Thompson goes, "Your friend's freaking me out." <laughs> <laughs> You I know, like the times he's been on talk shows and he was completely unintelligible. I mean, they, you know, Letterman would have him on, and was you know really just wanted to have you know because of who he was and couldn't understand a goddamn thing he said because he's, well, he I mumbled mean, so much. Yeah, was, yeah, he's unintelligible. I mean, really, yeah. I was speaking to him. He was well, you unintelligible. heard he, uh, you read things with Bill Murray who played him and where the Buffalo Rome and where sure. Johnny Depp said that when you hang out with him and you start to pick up his vocal inflection. He had a hard time dropping it. Yeah, the, the, like, said, yeah. the, the cast of Saturday Night Live said that 
after, you know, it was like months afterwards, and he wouldn't stop talking like him. You pick it up, and, and all of a sudden you're like, he, he was stuck with him for a really long Depp time. Lived, well, Depp lived with him, yeah. Yeah. for you know, in his basement or whatever for. Well, didn't he? Uh, didn't Bill Murray? Bill Murray stayed with him yeah. for a while, and he makes like, sense. He, he tied him to a chair and threw him in a pool. But yeah, I do remember hearing that story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the weird thing about him, too, is like, you're never quite sure, you know, because he What's admits that with, yeah. a he lot of the stuff up. he makes stuff up, but then it seems like there's a lot of stuff that, you know, like, what of the crazy stuff is true and what of it is not, and it's hard to, you know, it's a blurred line, you don't know, because there's plenty of stories of people Bill Murray into a pool. Yeah, yeah, is that real? If is there's that, an afterlife, no. he and Hemingway, I think, would be a very interesting <laughs> uh, twosome to have over for dinner uh, in the afterlife. Kicks him out of the car and said, Get out of here, pig fucker. When he kills Ralph Steadman, get out of the car. (laughs) Pig fucker, don't come back. Get out of Kentucky. Tom, you're still doing Tom versus the Jail. I only have four more issues. Five more issues. And then Tom versus the Flash. He's not going to do the the JLI. JLA. That's fair. I'm just That's a good idea. No, that's the Silver Age JLA. I respect that. Or or pre crisis JLA. I'm so excited. I've been reading that Flash companion. I'm just like, oh yes, I really he's starting to showcase. He's starting to showcase four. I still what haven't been able to find the showcase. I gotta pick I it up. I look forward to your take on the turtle. We're gonna use it though. Yeah. And that guy from the future that was in showcase four, I can't remember his name, but a forgotten Flash villain. No, there was another Flash villain that was from it was centuries. A failed, it was a failed villain that John Broom came up with. That didn't uh, didn't hold. Martaz. Or yes, Marta. yes, yeah, yeah very good like man. That. You always, you always I Tom, don't. I'm no. Nice going. <laughs> going. Uh, John, any uh, any uh, uh, stuff coming up from you? Yeah, actually, now that the con is over, mm-hmm. uh, everybody wants to talk and then talk about sure. the stuff they got coming up. But uh, yeah, new Bendis tapes on the way. Gail Simone, fifty questions coming up. Cool. Uh, oh, cool. Kirkman manifesto, which will be very interesting. Oh, especially now, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, so, uh, no, really, yeah, really good stuff, so, watch, keep looking to the skies. Look to the skies, Bruce. Words um, of Lord Sal, you, you've got uh, your big, awesome movies it's soon doing, to come. Yeah, doing big, awesome movies, we're gonna start that, probably, uh, we'll probably have the first episode out in, I don't know, maybe, like, I like how everyone weeks, else went weeks, to do like podcasts that. with other people, and I went off to shutter myself off in a tiny universe of like. <laughs> I read, speaking to me. I read bronze, smelly old Bronze Age comics. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to you about that. Uh, Mike and Chris Crank on uh, on the Crankcast every week, so look forward to that. Well, Mike doesn't. <laughs> Don't listen. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, whatever. Fuck we'll you. We'll be there. Yeah, yeah, we'll keep doing it. I really like to listen. I you don't know, know what Tabor, else to do. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm suspicious of Tabor starting his own show. Go ahead. I'll, I'll believe Is Tabor starting a, starting a uh, movie? He would like to. Yeah, well, I know you yeah, talked about it, but I didn't He talked know. about it. Yeah. He talks do you want me to sabotage it? But there's a reason why he's the Crankcast movie expert. Mm, okay, all right. All, all you have to do is call him up. He doesn't he's have a little bit of follow-through problem. Is he doing anything else That should be your tagline, Crankcast. A little bit of a follow-through problem. We... I'm on 11 o'clock comics with uh, Vince and, 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 and Dave and uh, rarely Rare. sober. Thursday and Wood. is drinking night. Thursday is drinking night. Uh, so you can check that out every Thursday or Friday morning. I also uh, have my column at iFanboy every Thursday morning. Which is morning. about drinking. Which is about drinking and comic books. I have a fucking intervention. Yeah, really. Hunter S. Thompson yeah. over here. Yeah, no shit. Fear and loathing Dark Tower comics. I fell into my, Fear and when is, when are you going to write an article where you fall into a comic book? <laughs> I told him. Mm. I Just like an aha video. Take a...
Uh, drop by the uh, iTunes Music Store, leave us a review if you would be so kind. Uh, other than that, uh, I think we're all done. Yeah. Should be the closing theme. I may have to pick up some some aha. Back next weekend with another full-length episode of Around Comics. In the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in and around comics. guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and may not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of Around Comics is strictly prohibited. All content presented in this program is the sole property of Around Comics, and this has been an Around Comics production, copyright 2008. Chicago, this is Around Comics, the comic culture podcast, where each <laughs> week... You like that, Tom? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, kind of you got the uh, Green Acres kind of <laughs> gate going with your face there. It's kind of good, though. Smile with that. Mr. Smile. Douglas? <laughs>